Welcome to Flip the Switch on Life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie. I'm an embodiment life coach here to help you live an empowered and soulful life. I guide women towards self-healing to take back their power so that they can start living life by their own rules and embrace their true authenticity. This podcast is your go-to where I will be giving you all the tools and resources to start the process of self-healing, doing the deep inner work, and developing your spiritual wellness. There is so much power in embodying your true self, but we often allow fear and comfortability control our lives, keep us playing small, and settling for less than we deserve. By learning to rewire your subconscious, you will discover your truest and your highest self. You will learn how to take back control and flip the switch on your life. So thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the episode. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Flip the Switch on Life. I'm so excited to dive in today's episode, you guys. Man, um, I just had such a beautiful, beautiful, powerful conversation with my friend Raina. Um, she is a life coach. She's a single mom of two, divorced, um, and she really focuses on consistency and making routine. Um she was such an inspiration to me when uh, we had our podcast together last year and I just love how empowered she is to help other people create routine to really ultimately visualize their life and that's a lot of what we're talking about today in today's episode is like how can we get out of our own way? You know, we, we constantly find ourselves in these repetitive cycles of stuckness, of not being able to be consistent in things that we want to do. And we really dive into how we can start creating the routines, create the life that we really want to live, and ultimately how to build consistency. So let's dive in. Hello, hello, Raina. How are you? Hi, I'm so good. How are you? <laughs> I'm so good. I'm so excited to have you here. This is like our second big connection point that we've had and in, in our have crossed. And I'm so excited. I know. Thank you. How's yeah, I'm excited going? too. Oh my gosh, it's going so well. It's like it's one of those seasons of life where there's like 150 things going on, and I've got like goggles for each thing going on, and so it's like overwhelmed with all of the different buckets that I have to kind of dip my hands into each day. But it's going very well. So thank you. <laughs> I love that. I, it sounds like the season. I feel like the season we're kind of all in is like this busy season like wrapping up 2022 I cannot believe that it's almost the end of 2022 it's like what every year that goes by I feel like it goes by quicker than the one before it yes you feel like that like I'm like wasn't it just like 2010 like a second ago it's weird yeah and I think especially (laughs) after the pandemic it's just like I, I feel like we're finally getting into a rhythm of like normalcy and like new normalcy and but part of me's like people are still in the space of like, Ooh, the pandemic did just happen though, which is yeah. like, I can't believe it's been two over two years since that happened. But, um, I know I a lot of things have shifted for so many people. And, um, I know when we talked last, <clears throat> it was probably a year ago, which so many things were kind of happening in all of our worlds. Um, but I'm so excited to have you here and, you know, I know we're going to allow this conversation to kind of take us where, where it goes, but, what really is like sticking out to me and something that I've been moving through and my clients are moving through. And I know that, you know, 
your audience is probably moving through is like this like feeling of consistency and like stuckness, right? And I think especially when you talk about like the season and the buckets that we we have our hands in, we're trying to do all the things and wrap up the year and make this make next year better than this year, right? It's always it's yeah. always trying to evolve ourselves. And um it is, it's I think it's a big part of like, well, we always find ourselves in spaces of stuckness or spaces of inconsistency. Um so I really want to kind of dive into that. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about like your story and, and, you know, what got you into this field of like helping people, you know, build consistency and, and create these like overall routines that are like really successful for their life. Yeah, I have always been kind of a creature of habit and I say always, but I mean, it's in like my adult life, right? Like I don't remember as a child, like having much of a routine or anything like that. And even in my early twenties, I was like, I had both of my kids at like 19 and almost 20. They're like 19 months apart. So I was super young when I had them. And I don't even remember having really a routine as far as that goes. Um, really until I kind of started the health and wellness side of things, which was in 2013. So I was like 26 at the time and was recovering from eating disorders and had two young kids and was married to a drug addict and all of these things. And so I found myself battling like anxiety and depression and wanting, there's this like gut feeling of like, I know there's more than where I am right now. And I have no idea what that looks like. I have no idea how I'm supposed to get there or that I can even get there. Right. Like there's doubt and all of these thoughts that kind of come in. Um, but I had this like gut feeling that there was something more. And so I started like my wellness journey by, you know, working out and eating and doing all the things. And I think that when I started that, there was something in me that realized how good I felt. And I wanted to cling on to that because I knew what feeling shitty felt like. Can I cuss on this podcast? Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I knew what, I knew what shit felt like. And to get like a taste of feeling good, it was like, okay, there's like something to this that makes me feel like a completely different person. Like I can kind of transform and Mm. who I was prior to that didn't really feel good or feel aligned, but I can look back over the last 15 years and see how many different phases of that I went through where I'm like, okay, that person doesn't feel good anymore. Who do I want to be now? And that person doesn't feel good anymore. And who do I want to be now? Um, You know, especially like you said, even during the pandemic, like going into that and coming out of it, like I look different than I did going into the pandemic. You know what I mean? Like I completely and totally changed who I was after and during all of that. So what was your question originally? <laughs> no, that was it. Just- <laughs> That's what started all That's of this. Started. No, and yeah. I, I, love, I love that because I think that there are so many things like really big experiences that we have, life-changing experiences. I'm sure when yeah. you became a young mom, it was like, you kind of started to get, take a grasp of like, it wasn't just about you anymore. So it was like, how are you living and who is it affecting? Um, and I think for a lot of us listening, it's, it's, we, we have these big monumental experiences and sometimes we avoid looking at them. Sometimes we don't know how to navigate them, but I, I love what you said of like, seeing different versions of yourself and saying, no, that's not who I want to be. Who do I want to be? That's not who I want to be. So who is that person, you know, and keep striving towards that more and more and more. And I would just have such a hard thing to kind of work through. 
and figure out, right? Because yeah. you have no idea what that looks like. There's no blueprint. There's no anything. All you have is just this like feeling. So you have to kind of get to this space where you can get quiet enough to figure it out and follow the gut feelings and listen to the intuition. And you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, a really it's scary thing. And I think that's, yeah, that's I think where a lot of people stay stuck is because that's like hard to navigate through. Yeah. And I would love to hear a little bit more too of like, how did you start listening to yourself, to your intuition and, and being able to like navigate yourself out of that, that feeling of like stuckness? I remember one of my ex-boyfriends making fun of me once because I said something about listening to my gut and he was like, okay, like kind of mocked it. And I was like, red flag, first of all, like, <laughs> yeah. big red flag. But I think that like, that gut feeling, that intuition, like we all have it. I think some of us are really good at like drowning that stuff out with like alcohol, food, mm -hmm. weed, Netflix, social media, like all of the things just so we don't have to kind of listen to it or identify it. I get really curious when I feel that. Like, I think I am a very self-aware person. And as soon as I have that feeling like I need to do something or something needs to shift or I need to go in a different direction or whatever it's kind of telling me, I am a big fan of journaling, as you know, and I am yep, really good at like doing that dirty work to like uncover what it is and what it's telling me and what are the options and where am I supposed to, you know what I mean? Kind of just asking myself those questions. Did you, um, did you all, were you always like that? Or was there anything pivotal that you were like, okay, like I need to try something new to yeah. get me to this point? I, have always been good at listening to it. Um, I'm also really, I was also really good at like, no, not right now, like shutting it down quickly. Like I did a newsletter um, talking about all of the different like phases in my life that I can remember listening to that gut feeling. And I mean, it went back to like when I was divorced or when I got divorced or when I was supposed to get divorced, but didn't and like kind of ignored the feelings. And then I went in and out of like when I was sick and what should I do and how do I need to heal and what does my body need and all those kinds of things. And even, you know, to the extent of parenting and starting new businesses. Um, but I always did it internally kind of in my head. And I think that that drove me somewhat insane for a little while where I was like, okay, I can't process this any longer. I hit like a really dark spot in 2020, which I think all of us did. But during that time, I started journaling more. I had always been kind of like in and out of it, or I would like do prompted journals or gratitude journals and things like that. But it was really 2020 when I decided to like take a pause from social media that I, during that, like getting rid of that noise allowed me to kind of get really personal with my headspace and my thoughts and where I wanted to go and do a deeper dive into that without the noise of social media. Cause I think that was, that has always been something that's kind of, well, since it's been big, I guess, over the last decade um, has been something that's really kind of clouded my thoughts and steered who I was without me even really having control of the vehicle, if that makes sense at all. Like yeah. it was kind of leading me in a different direction. And once I kind of got that out of the picture and created boundaries around social media. Um, I started journaling more, I started getting curious, started listening, starting ask, started asking myself more questions. And that's where it kind of started, I guess it was end of 20 or beginning of 2020. That's so, it's so fascinating you say that because I, I, I'm, I'm very similar to you where I've always been like hyper self-aware to an extent yeah. where I always like the way that I grew up and how my parents got divorced and like how I chose my partners. And I've always like, it's not necessarily I made the changes, but I was always curious of like, 
does my childhood have something to do with this? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. like during the pandemic, I, I feel like, and I've been talking a lot about this on my Instagram, but I don't know about for you, but it's been like, I think 2020 was this like whole collective, like rebirth of like cracking everybody opening to like their higher source, whatever that was, or spirituality, finding God, whatever it was. And that for me was when I was in my really dark time too, where I was like, Whoa. Okay. Like I'm hearing all these voices. I don't know what to do with them. And then it was like, end of 2020, I was like, okay, I'm shifting my business from fitness to, to life coaching. And this is why. Um, and I started doing that work on myself. So I I really resonate with your story of, of getting into that low point and then saying, okay, like I'm ready to kind of do more of the work. And I would love to know too, like when you, was there any sort of pivot in your business? Did you have your business at that time or were you kind of still developing it? Um, well, I had my wellness business. So I had been in the fitness and nutrition space for at that point, like eight and a half years. Oh, wow. Eight years, eight and a half. Yeah. So I had had like a presence on social media. I had been sharing my story and my journey and my food and every food. Like I remember having this like rule with myself that anything I ate, I had to take a picture of it for accountability and it was going to be posted in my stories or on my social media. So I was like, literally that annoying person that shared pictures of everything she ate and through 2020 just everything that went on and you're right like it was almost like we all kind of like our eyes were really open to a lot of different things during that year and part of it for me was realizing that what I was doing no longer felt good and the way I was speaking no longer felt good and the things I was talking about no longer felt good I also found myself annoyed at the fact that, you know, I would set people up with nutrition and fitness and all the guides and all the things. And there was still an inconsistency in it. And I'm like, why aren't you like me? It felt so easy to like do my workout every single day and eat the food that I wanted to eat every single day. And I'm like, here's your guide. And like, how do you know today? And I'm like, why the fuck are you not doing it today? You know, so I found myself so annoyed in that space, which also triggered some like, okay, I need to do a deeper dive on the like, why am I annoyed in this space? What do people yeah. need to hear? And so that's when I decided to shift into not as much of like the fitness and nutrition, but more of like the, you know what to do, why are you not doing it space, mm-hmm. right? And helping people kind of learn how to build routines that allow them to be consistent. Cause I could, you know, pick the food I wanted to eat and do my workout and do my journaling and read my books and all of these things. But there's something in people or in the day or in the thought process or whatever it is, that's kind of preventing that from happening. Like, it's like a throw our hands in the air. I hear all the time, like, you know, by 9am, my routine was messed up. So I just decided it was a, and I'm like, it's 9am. Like you have the rest of the day out of you. Like, why are you throwing your hands in the air type stuff? Um, I don't know if that's, if that even answered the questions, I get off on these little tangents. No, I love it. I'm talking about. <laughs> no, we're very similar in that. I love that so much. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm like known for my <clears throat> tangents, like and I'm like squirrel. Yeah. Yes, I'm like, yeah, wait, yeah. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I got. I felt like I started the life coaching side of things. Um, in early, like at the end of 2020, I started it. Um, and finished in 2021, and then started like Reina 2.0 business of like. I like labeled myself that like routine and consistency coach. So I do a lot of one-on-ones where I'm like kind of helping people dissect their day, find out their, like, what are you identifying with? Like, what's that story you keep telling yourself? 
um, to help them kind of uncover what they need to break through so that they can build more consistency in their day, regardless if it's like fitness and nutrition, like it could be like, you know, business consistency, or I want to like carve out 30 minutes of my day for quiet time without my kids or whatever it is. Right. Like I just, that something in, I don't know what it is and I'm still trying to figure it out. Like something in me finds it super simple to like do the habits that I want to do that make me feel good. And I am very aware that it's very hard for other people to do that, you know? Yeah. And, and that's what I, I would love to kind of segue into is I'm again, very similar in that. And I think it just, it comes from like, I think our hard drive and like where we've, where we've come from. And I think everybody's on their own journey and like in different points of their life. But, um, I find that with a lot of my clients that I work with, it's like their consistency really stems from like a resistance or like a fear. And I don't know if, if that's been for you, I can say that for me too. It's like, I actually just had a client session for this. And a lot of it was like, you know, same thing of the avoidance of like, okay, well, I'm going to watch Netflix or I'm going to like, you know, something else or whatever, scroll on social media. And it's like, well, the question always comes up of like, what are we avoiding? And I think that that's something so big is like, and something I feel like I've, I've done it in my past too. And sometimes I still do, you know, because we're, but it's like, (laughs) we avoid looking at our shit. We avoid looking at the things that we know that are blocking us. And I think that's something like so powerful when we talk about consistency, when we talk about being stuck is like, well, are we avoiding the things that are like actually going to make us grow? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think you're spot on. It's, I I think the majority of it is fear-based and wanting to get uncomfortable. And I have clients that say that all the time of like, you know, it's just, I don't, I don't know. It's like the discomfort, but then I come back at them and I'm like, aren't you already miserable? Like Mm. you're wanting to shift something because you're uncomfortable, because it doesn't feel good because of this, that, and whatever, to me, the discomfort of like figuring it out and learning and what is my block and what am I, what do I need to bust through? And what are the stories that I need to rewire and all of these things like that is 10 times more comfortable for me to jump into versus staying in this discomfort that we've gotten used to. You know what I mean? And I don't know if it's because we've just gotten used to it and there's like fear of the unknown or what that is. Um, But like, I, I also, I had a call this morning and she was talking about how she was so consistent and up until the last couple of weeks. And then it fell off and I go, okay, but like pause and think back to when you were consistent and what was the thing, that thing that happened, like something happened was whether it was like financial stress or a job, something, or the kids did something or the spouse did something or your house, like something happened to make you like throw your hands up in the air and have that moment of like, "Mm, I'm not going to do it today. And I think for me, the bit like, cause I, you know, you're right. Like we're human. I'm, I still have days where I'm like, yep, I'd rather be sleeping in right now. I would rather sit on the couch and watch Netflix all day. Um, but it's that, it is that, what am I afraid of? What am I afraid to kind of dive into? What am I avoiding? But also that like, what happened to make me go into that space? Cause I know how good it feels. I know how good it feels to be in that routine what came up for me that made me want to throw my hands in the air and just recognizing that thing that keeps coming up because then that awareness is everything. I think you can kind of make insane shifts just by noticing where you go from those things that pop up. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think, well, that's the truth when we're on our, when we're healing, when we're growing and expanding, like our awareness is number, we have to have the awareness of the problem before we could like move through it. Right. So I, I love that. And I love like taking those little, like backward steps, like kind of reverse engineering of like, okay, what was the thing that threw your hands up in the air and something that, you know, I have found with clients too. It's like, it's everyone's so everyone talks about, I should say the fear of failure, the fear of like not being enough for this and that, the, the negative aspects of certain things that shame, but there's also like the positives of like, what if I'm too good? What if like, this is too much? What if I am too successful? Right. Or like, and I think a lot of times, like I, I remember for me when I was bodybuilding and I was getting really good at it. And part of me just stopped. And I was like, wait, like, am I allowed to be this good at something? Are yeah. people going to judge me for being this good? And it's, it's almost like, oh yes. It's, it's almost because you mentioned the conditioning. I think we're also so conditioned to feel ourselves in discomfort or feel ourselves in like yes. this, this comfort zone or this mediocrity that we don't know. And we've never experienced like full-blown happiness or full-blown success. And really yeah. shifting that mind of saying like, oh man, like I'll settle for this to how much better can it get? I don't think a lot of us have experienced that good, good, good stuff. And, and, you know, sometimes for me too, I pinch myself where I'm like, wait, it's okay. It's okay to receive. It's okay. to like, you find (laughs) that yourself. Oh my gosh. Yes. I am so bad at like pausing to just like pat myself on the back for a second and be like, look what you did. Like, look at what you've grown through. Like, look at what you've accomplished and that kind of thing. I think you're spot on. I think that so many of us are comfortable with being in that space. And I don't think it's, I don't, I can't even, I'm like trying to think back. I'm like, when did I, when have I been in the spaces? But it wasn't until I actually got good at like creating a vision because I remember Mm. being that young mom of two and married to an addict and I literally had these thoughts of like, I guess this is just what life is going to be. This is just going to be my normal. I don't remember at that point, even how, like, of course I, like my dream was like seeing movies, right? I was like, people in California have it figured out. Like I was like this small town, Missouri girl and pregnant and, you know, addict husband, all of these things. And I was just like, that is for other people. Like that's not even something that I could possibly attain because that's not what I was born into. That was, it was all of these excuses yeah. that were just kind of keeping me in that space. And I don't think it was even until like, I started to see success in my fitness and wellness business that I was like, Oh, like, I guess I could do X, Y, and Z. I guess I don't have to stay in X, Y, and Z. Like I almost needed a little win to recognize that, but it wasn't until literally the last few years that I've really been in a space of like, holy shit, I can actually do whatever I want. Like I can dream as big as I want to. I can literally do anything in the world. Right. Like having this like belief in myself. Um, but I don't know what sparked that. You know what I mean? It wasn't like I had this like crazy success in, in anything that made me think that it was just more of like a realization through reading and journaling and releasing negative thoughts and old stories and old belief systems and realizing that like I didn't have to have the life my parents had and there was so much more out there and it wasn't just Hollywood and you know what I mean all of that kind of stuff it was like no I can actually 
I can actually do whatever I want. I just have to create the vision for it and align my day in a way that is like the bridge to get there, you know? Yeah. 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 And I really resonate with that a lot. <clears throat> you know, when I, when I started, um, I, I would say like, I've always been an ambitious person, but I just never knew what that ambition was. Like, so funny yeah. in California, because I literally felt like California was like my, like where everything happened. And like, and yeah. <laughs> ever since probably I was 14, I was like, I'm moving to California because that's where yeah. the things happen, you know? And I love what you mentioned about the vision, because I think that emotionally, energetically, spiritually, environmentally, the people like community wise, like you have to put yourself that is like, that's going to be put on the path. That's going to help lead you down that road, whatever that is yeah. for you. Um, and I'd love to ask you too, like, has there been anything that has been helpful to create that vision or when you're like walking clients through this, like, what are some of the things that, you know, people can take away that is helpful for them to be like, okay, so in order for me to think bigger, what's the yeah. first step of that? I walk every single one-on-one client through a visualization of what they want their life to look like. So I literally am like, here's your magic wand. I want you to wave it. And if time and money were not an issue, what would your life look like? And I did this in 2020 as I made the transition into the life coaching space from the fitness space. I was kind of like super annoyed with how my business looked over here didn't like how I had to show up every single day. Didn't like what I had to share on social media. And so I forced myself and I didn't like my daily life. Like I was waking up mm -hmm. feeling like rushed and behind and stressed and anxious because I wasn't in love with what I was going to have to do in that day and that kind of stuff. And so I did this journaling exercise of like, okay, if I had my way in two years, what would my life look like? Like not just look like, but more importantly, what would it feel like? Like mm. when I wake up, how do I feel in two years? What do I do in the morning? What does my morning routine look like? Almost taking myself and saying, okay, my highest version of me, how does she wake up in the morning? What does she eat for breakfast? Um, what time does she sit down and do her work? What, what does her work look like? Is she doing, you know, one-on-ones? Is she doing group call? Like, like really getting specific, like I'm in that day. Um, and creating a vision based off of that. So like, I have a vision board in front of me and it's like, got, you know, the horse and the car and the house and the beach and all of these things. But more importantly, attached to that is how I'm going to feel in that space. You know what I mean? So it's not necessarily about checking the box of like, I have a chicken coop in my backyard, but it's more importantly, like when I go out there and I'm in the space and being outside and feeding the chickens and grabbing the eggs and going inside and making my own egg, like, it's that that I cling on to and that I teach my clients to cling on to. So I did that journaling exercise in 2020 and I fast forwarded and just a few months ago, I flipped back and read it and I was like, I am literally living that life. Like I am literally living the life that I wrote down two years ago when I was in that space of like being stuck and dark and not really knowing what my next steps were and unhappy with my day and things like that. Um, so since looking back at that, I'm just like, that was when it kind of has, that was just like a few months ago. I was like, oh my God, I can literally do whatever I want. What do I want next? Like, how do I want to feel next? Like, what is the next two years going to look like? And I put myself in that space and I'll have one kid graduated high school and the other will be a junior. And I'm like, what is that going to look like? Like, what am I get? What do I want my day to look, you know? And I think that's so fun because you get to kind of daydream, but you also more importantly get to say, okay, like I know what's coming what do I want to do? And what do I want to feel like in this in between, right? Like 
this gap, this bridge to get there? What do I want? How do I want to spend my days knowing that that's coming? Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> it's been super powerful. It is. It, our, our mind is so powerful. And, you know, I walk with, I walk myself, I walk my clients through visualizations. That was actually, I don't know about for you, but that was like the first entry point into getting into this work was meditation, but it was a visualization meditation of like my higher self. And I was like, whoa, this feels so good. Like if I, and <clears throat> something too, is like, if we can really visualize what we want that next year, that two years, that five years, whatever that is, even our next relationship, our next job, whatever. Mm-hmm. If we can visualize the embodiment, the feeling of that, yep. just know that like, that's actually, if you can see it and feel it, it's actually achievable for you because you wouldn't yep. be able to feel it. Right. You know, we're connecting with universe and quantum and all of that stuff. And it's just so powerful to really allow ourselves to, um, to go there. And I think it's yeah. really challenging, like we talked about, but, but I, I think like anyone listening to this, it's like start visualization yeah. more often. Like, I love that you were like literally looking at your vision board right now yeah. and <laughs> things, and it's like feeling into that. And, yeah. um, you know, last couple of And there questions. are people, there are people though, that I've like, I'll talk to and they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, yes, you do. Yeah. And that, that I don't know response. I find like, I have to catch myself and I'm like, I'm not angry. I'm just, they just don't, you know, I'm like, yes, <laughs> yeah. you do know. You just we need see to the pause. Yes. Yeah. Like you need to pause and you need to turn off the phone and exit social media for a day. If you need to like, mm. yes, you do. You need to get quiet and listen and allow yourself to daydream. Cause I think so many of us are not, we have never been allowed to like dream bigger or create a vision for more than what our family's history said we were going to do. You know what I mean? Like there's so many stories that we get stuck in to where it's like, none of that has to be real. If we don't want that to be real, we can literally do and create and live any way we want to. We just have to believe that we can actually do that. So I think that belief is powerful too. It's, it's so powerful. And, and I think it's like, you know, having the, like it's, and I think you can say that too. It's like your purpose and passion and like your soul's work is to help other people just like realize their selves that yeah. like they have the capacity. And sometimes, yeah, I want to shake my clients like, wait, no, like I see. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, it, but it's it, not that we were born into that. You no, know what I mean? No, like we just, have, we just have the tools. tools. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or I don't even know that I even have the tools. I think it's just being able to like get out of these stories for long enough like you wanted like, it so yeah. bad yeah yes. I think that like a lot of a lot of us actually I should say like humanity it's like we we normally need to hit a rock bottom for us to change yeah. and I know that I'll, I'll be the first one to admit that like I was in so many rock bottoms where yeah it was like it, you have to ask yourself it's like when is your like when is it enough for you to like realize that like you can't do this anymore yeah. And it's just, yeah. I think everybody has different thresholds or people are just really good at, you know, like deflecting. Um, but I think it's so powerful to have these opportunities to, to do this type of work because it really will show you what's possible. And yeah. I, I think it just starts with that desire and then just allow that desire, like start journaling, like you said, yeah. start visualizing, start you know, think like taking those little steps of like, what is something maybe you could do today that would maybe help feel more connected to that feeling? Because I think a lot of people see these like tangible outcomes, but it's really, like you said, the feeling, the, 
the, like you said, you wake up every day and you can get to go tend to the chickens and then you get to get your eggs. It's like that feeling of like just whatever that is for you that lights you up. And it's like, then that's going to transmute into your day, into your kids, into your clients. And it's like, I just, I really want to like hone that in for everybody listening. It's like, when you start to shift yourself, your mind, your habits, you might not think it's going to change much, but it's going to start making that trickle effect. That's going to start trans transmission, transmission. Wow. Transmission, (laughs) transmuting or translating, I should say to everything else. And you're going to affect the next person. Then you might be able to like have the courage to go do the thing that you've been really afraid to do. It's, it's, and I'm sure you say this to yourself and your clients, but it's like fear will always be there. Yeah. And, and and there's, I remember asking my therapist once like, okay, now that I'm like really good at like catching these thoughts and like releasing that, like, when is this going to get easier? And she's like, do you plan on, I know after she was giggled a little bit, she was like, do you plan on like not working out when you're older? And I was like, well, no, I'll probably still work out. And she goes, do you plan on like not eating healthy when you're older? And she, I was like, well, no, probably still eat this, you know, healthy and the same. And she's like, then what makes you think that this like mindset work is going to be any different? Like, this is going to be something that you are continually shifting and catching and rearrange, you know what I mean? And I think all the time, cause I'm like, I think I just wrote this in one of my newsletters. Like I could so easily just clear everything out and be like, this is fucked. This is bullshit. This is going wrong in my life. This isn't where I wanted it to be. This is really messed up. You know what I mean? Like I could easily pause and focus on all of those, but I know what that's going to do to me. I know what that's going to do to me today. I know what that's going to do to me a week from now. I know what it's going to do in that two-year vision. And it's going to completely cock block that entire vision from happening. Right. So instead I have learned to identify those things, catch them, give them a little bit of attention, but also find the silver lining in them to say, okay, I know that this isn't where I want it to be, but there was a piece of a, I can't remember what book it was, but they used the phrase, like, I'm thankful this is happening because, and so instead of dwelling on that negativity, you can be like, I'm thankful that I went through this because I can now focus here. I now have the energy to do this somewhere else. Like kind of thanking that experience, but also releasing it in a sense because you grew from it and you learned a lesson from it and you're able now to kind of live a different life because of it versus just sitting and dwelling on it and stewing on it and wishing it was different. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's like being grateful for our experiences gives you that like feeling of just like, humility and humbleness. And I also think it gives, it's like, I think a lot of people think that like, they have to be angry to like, like release something, but it's like really what's going to allow you to release it is like the forgiveness and compassion. So it's, it's the same thing. It's like, can we find the silver lining? Can we find a space of gratitude for what we experience? Because to be truthful, as much as we don't want to admit every single hardship, challenge, grief, loss that we've gone through up until this point in our lives has made us who we are today. And damn, as much as I've been through personally, I wouldn't change anything because I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't have learned the lessons. I wouldn't have had this awareness, this wisdom, even like grief sometimes can be so empowering for us. Um, I, I really resonate with that thought process of like being able to give it some kindness, show it a little bit of attention, then being able to let it go. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. 
<laughs> oh, Raina, I love, love, love this conversation. Um, before we depart, I would love to ask you if there's anything that you're working on. Where can we connect with you? Give us all the things. Yeah, I unfortunately until like, I don't know, I hate social media, you guys, but I love hate it. Do you relate to that? Yeah. Like, yeah. I love how beautiful of a platform it can be, but I also hate how miserable of a platform it can be and how much we get like sucked into it. So you can find me on Instagram <laughs> most of the time. Um, I'm super consistent with just kind of sharing my routine on Instagram and just sharing my life, to be honest. I have really good boundaries on it though, which makes me feel really good now. So I'm on Instagram. Um, it's at it's dot just dot Raina. I think you'll probably post it somewhere if that's too confusing for people to hear. But um, I also have a website. It's called it's just you blueprints.com. And I just launched a course um, called intentionally unstuck. And it is basically this like guide. It's my guide and everything that I've kind of gone through in my entire process from identifying where you are in life to creating a vision to figuring out what's going to get in the way and anticipating what's going to get in the way and setting up boundaries around what's possibly going to get in the way and helping people implement that and create just routines that they actually look forward to waking up to because I feel too often people are just in this space of like I hit snooze too many times and now I'm a piece of shit and now I'm behind and now my work day's effed and then it's just, like just this negative headspace immediately and then I'm working on teaching people how to wake up with just an excitement for their day because I don't know we are in complete and total control of how our day looks and how it flows and I have figured out just a routine that makes me feel amazing and I want to share that with as many people as I can so. Mm, I love That's that me. so much. <laughs> Everyone go connect with Raina, go check out her course, go check out her website. I'll link that in the show notes. And thank you so much for being here, Raina. I love yeah. this conversation. No, I did too. It was a blast. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Flip the Switch on Life. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you appreciate the show, please jump over to iTunes, give us some stars. If you're feeling for it, write a review. And if you want to learn more about these topics that we discussed today, check out the show notes for more information, or you can also come hang out, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Instagram is Jessica Marie Step, and I will see you guys next week.